Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. Good morning, John Osterland here. Paul McCartney there. And this past weekend on Hulu, Paul McCartney was the uh, focus of a of a new documentary, a docu series. Uh, there, it's a, it's a three hour series, but they're doing it in in six half hour segments. It's called McCartney Three Two One, and it's uh, if if you're a fan of his, it's a very engaging documentary. And they got super producer Rick Rubin, who's with Paul McCartney, and they break down and go over some Beatles songs and some of his solo songs. Um, fascinating stuff. The now 79-year-old Paul McCartney, one of the greatest songwriters who ever lived. The riches as well. Yeah, and, and you've got Rick Rubin, a, a, a guy who obviously uh, learned a lot from Paul McCartney's music in his professional life as as one of the great music producers of all time. Uh, and, and it was cool watching Rick Rubin talk to Paul McCartney about uh, some of some of that legend's songs. Again, it's on Hulu. It's called McCartney Three Two One. I'm sure it'll be on there for a for a bit. It just debuted this past weekend. Thought that was pretty cool. I was just reading about this woman in Oklahoma, Coleman. Not the smartest woman, and and it, it was her lack of smarts that just got her put in prison. So are we doing the dumbest thing early? You know it's only 5.30, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, I thought about this for the dumbest thing for a minute. But I said, ah, we'll do this one earlier in the show today. Every week in Tulsa, Oklahoma, the Tulsa Police Department posts on Facebook about their most wanted person of the week. And last week, 
It happened to be a woman named Lorraine Graves. The police there in Tulsa, they suspected she was involved in a killing back in March of this 30-year-old guy. Two suspects, two other suspects, were already arrested on charges for murder, but the Tulsa, Oklahoma police were unsure of Lorraine Graves' location and asked anyone with information on her whereabouts to call Tulsa Crime Stoppers. Well, it turns out the Tulsa police didn't have to search too far. Less than three hours after they made that post on Facebook, none other than Lorraine Graves commented on that Facebook post. Her comment was what's where's the reward money at and if you look at the Facebook post it's got her name right there Lorraine Graves and and, and that's what she wrote on the comment on the Facebook post about her location what's where's the reward money at it didn't take long after she commented that on the Facebook post that she was found in North Tulsa by the fugitive warrants unit and uh, they arrested her, charged her with accessory to murder and set her bond at $500,000. So now it makes me wonder if she was curious about the reward money to see how much she was worth or did she think by turning herself in she would be, you know, uh, she could get the reward money herself or was she trying to figure out what the reward money was so she could get a friend to turn her in and give the friend the reward money? It's <clears throat> a good question. Probably thinking the latter. And after she made that comment, on that Facebook post, right after her, the next comment, somebody wrote, girl, you better stay off social media. They can track you. That was the, that was the first of several posts on, the, on that thread. So now it makes me wonder what the ratio of comments were. With the ratio of comments commenting, there she is right there, or girl, stay off social media. You better go hide, like, when they're on her side. Like, stop it. Stop posting. That was, uh, <laughs> stop that, snitching on yourself. That was the first one, and, and, and there were there were a few more talking to her. You're, you're, you're just reading a Facebook post by the Tulsa Police Department. They're saying, here's, every week, they do this. Here's the most wanted person in Tulsa this week. And that very most wanted person in Tulsa that week ends up commenting on the thread on the uh, post about her. She didn't, she could have commented like, hey, I'm innocent. If she was gonna comment, wouldn't you say something like that? Like, you got the wrong girl. Hey, I'm innocent, it wasn't me. No, she said, wait, what? Where's the reward money? How much am I worth? She didn't deny what she did. She wanted to see how much she did was worth. Yeah. 
<laughs> her exact post. What's where's the reward money at? <laughs> I guarantee you she thought she could get the reward money by turning herself in. Like if it was worth it. Yeah, the reward money is fifty thousand dollars. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and turn myself in and get the fifty thousand dollars. Well the 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 bond, the bail is five hundred thousand dollars. So I don't know if I don't know how much reward money there was, but yeah, she's probably thinking, you know, if I turn myself in, I can get this money to somebody. <sighs> Got a kick out of that story. All right. Uh coming up on the show. An Uber driver here in New Orleans got robbed at gunpoint. And when Uber found out that he kept the gun in the car, they fired him. That's against Uber policy for for their drivers to have a gun out in the open in their in their car. I, I didn't know that. Um, stay tuned for that. We, we got a lot to get to on the show this morning. Hang out with us here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Bayou 95.7 New Orleans only classic rock station. Good morning, John Osterland here with you. Hope you had a good weekend. One week ago, this past Monday, an Uber driver here in New Orleans was robbed by one of his passengers. The the Uber driver, it was his it was his third pickup of the night last Monday. And he picked someone up on the corner of Dumaine and Charters Street. And he said that the guy seemed to be getting off of work at a restaurant because he was wearing kitchen clothes. It seemed like a normal ride until they got close to where he was dropping 
the rider off. Two or three blocks before they reach the man's destination in the 4900 block of Madrid Street. And after they were talking for a while, the passenger started yelling, stop. The driver, a bit confused, turned his head to say why, and there was a gun in his face. And the man was demanding the driver open the center console. And in that center console, the driver had $100 in emergency cash stashed. So he, he knew that. The driver says, he opens the center console, gets my cash, and he's right here, and he sees my dick on the floor. The man demanded that he open the gun case and hand over the gun, magazine, and holster. Then that's when he exited the car and took off into the neighborhood. So the Uber driver called police. And uh, he, he processed what happened, and, and he called Uber as well, and he processed what happened. Uber automatically fired him and deactivated his Uber profile right then and there because the Uber driver violated Uber's no firearms policy. The Uber said that if any Uber driver is to have a gun, it needs to be unloaded in a lockbox in the trunk. Did you did you know that was Uber's policy, Coleman? Nope. <clears throat> no, I didn't. I didn't either. I would assume that Uber would not like you to have a firearm in your car at all, not even in the trunk. So I'm surprised they even allow that. But I, I think it kind of. Kind of sucks. He lost his. He lost his job. Yeah. And and I didn't. I didn't know Uber Uber had that policy. I, obviously, it it's safer to drive Uber in some places than it is in other places. I'm not sure, but I think all all jobs that involve transport would <clears throat> the companies would not require you know would not want you to have a gun. I, I know I worked in delivery service for a while. It was our policy, like uh, for Pizza Dominus, we're not allowed to have we weren't allowed to have firearms in a car. I'm quite sure that's the same with taxi cabs. Now, how many people follow the rules? I don't know because I know the entire time I was delivering pizza and chicken wings, I had a gun in my car. Yeah, I know I wasn't supposed to have one, and I knew if something happened, I would get fired. But I'd rather get fired and live then follow the company policy and die. He says he carried his gun because he didn't want to become another victim. Exactly. That's just, that's, exactly. And now he says about 40% of his income is now gone. But he's alive. 
He is alive. <laughs> you know, it could even though um, that wasn't the best. It's never a good scenario to get robbed on your job. However, it is always a good scenario when we come out of that scenario alive. Now, in this instance, he didn't use his firearm to defend himself. It just so happened that the guy robbed him of his gun, and that part sucks. But at the same time, he knew the risks. And I'm quite sure he knew Uber's policy, so he has to suffer the consequences of his actions. Now, if, if, if he's an Uber driver, well, he was, you'd think it would be pretty easy to catch the person who robbed them because when if you've ever taken an Uber before, you know they, they have they have everybody's information. At least they they have a a, a debit card or a credit card from everybody that they that they pick up because that's how That's how Uber works. That's not necessarily true. People have been known to get Uber drivers for other people on their behalf, and people have been known to steal cell phones and use the Uber app on the cell phone to get their own Uber on the stolen cell phone's account if they if they weren't able to block uh, the, uh, their credit card, like the victim of the stolen cell phone. So there is ways that a, a, a tempted robber can get an Uber without it going back to them, being traced back to them by using other people's cell phones or getting somebody else to get the Uber on their behalf. Yeah, and, and if if what's happened, then it it wouldn't be so easy to catch the uh, the guy who robbed the Uber driver. I I just I, I I feel bad for this guy. He's driving Uber in New Orleans at night. We know the crime in this city. We know carjackings and. Car thieves are all over the place in this city. They, now, he didn't get his car stolen, but he, he, he got $100 in cash and his gun stolen. Because of his gun being stolen, he gets fired from his job driving for Uber. Yeah, when you look at it that way, Uber taking away 40% of his income hurt a lot worse than getting that $100 stolen from you. But once again, that's Uber's policy. He he he. When he got the application for Uber, he hit the accept. He said yes. I, I'll follow the rules. He hit the accept. He didn't follow the rules. So I mean, do you think do you think that's a good policy that Uber has? If 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 you're gonna have a if you if you drive for us, and you're you're gonna you're gonna have a gun, it has to be unloaded in the in in a, in a box in the trunk. What what's the what's the point then? I, I personally I don't like it, but Uber is a private company. Maybe they have some kind of surveys or tests that they do to say, yeah, we'd rather our drivers not be armed. Maybe I, I don't look. They can do whatever they want. Personally, if I was to own an Uber ride sharing service, I would encourage my employees to be armed just in case. But I'm just a different type of person, I guess. But that's standard, though. Uh, whether you drive a truck, a taxi cab, whether you deliver pizzas or something like that, you're, most of the employees say we'd rather our employees not have guns on them. Sometimes they feel like by having a gun on them, they agitate the situation and make it worse. I'm, I'm quite sure they're, they're concerned about misfires. Maybe a driver has a bad day one day and he uses the gun on one of the customers. So I can see why they would be a little bit cautious about a driver having a gun. I'm just saying I don't like the rule personally. Yeah, I... 
the 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 driver's name is is Clayton Lassiniak, and um, he's uh, he's out of a job after after getting robbed, and you and you wonder how the the person who got in. He demanded that he open the center console, and he knew that a hundred dollars was in there. Well, you said when the Uber uh, driver, when the Uber rider was in the back seat, they were having a conversation. So maybe the driver slipped up and told him, like, "Yeah, sometimes I keep money on me just in case I run out of gas or something." Maybe the the, the rider asked him about tips. Like, "Yeah, do you guys get tips?" He's like, "Yeah, sometimes I get tips, and I put them in my center console." Or maybe the guy put something in his center console, and he saw the money in there. So there's ways that he could probably figure it out. Mm. I don't know what their conversation was about, but uh, I, I just I, I felt bad for that guy. And and as someone who uses Uber, I, I, I wouldn't mind my Uber driver was exercising his Second Amendment right. Like I said, there are there are some places in this country that are a lot more dangerous to drive an Uber than uh, other places in, in New Orleans at night. It's, it's it's New Orleans at night. Mike from Slide L said, Lyft drivers are restricted with way, uh, uh, Lyft drivers are restricted that way to no guns allowed. And Mo says, uh, the lesson here is don't keep your gun in a protective case. Uh, you learn something all the time. I, I I didn't know Uber had that rule for their for their drivers. Um. It, yeah. It, do Do you think Uber drivers, if you're listening right now, should 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 be able to exercise their Second Amendment right? Evidently, they are. They're not. And you could text us at five zero four two six zero ninety five ninety five. Please keep your text short. If it's good, we'll read it coming up on the show. Also, please never text while you're driving. Um, coming up on the show, they they had a they had a parade, and they and they had a second line for the 14 year old spelling bee national spelling bee champ and Guinness Book of World Records holder for dribbling basketball. Little Zayla. Avant-garde just got one over this past weekend uh, in Gretna. I would I would have liked to go into that. Um, stay tuned for that. We got a lot of other stuff we got to get to on the show this morning. Hang out with us here on Bayou ninety-five point seven, New Orleans only classic rock station. Bayou ninety-five point seven, New Orleans only classic rock station. Did you know in nineteen ninety-one? All of these rock albums were released within 44 days of each other. Metallica's Black Album, Guns N' Roses' Use Your Illusion 1 and Use Your Illusion 2, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Blood Sugar Sex Magic, Soundgarden, Bad Motor Finger, Nirvana, Nevermind, and this album right here, Pearl Jam, 10. They were all released within 44 days of each other in 1991. It's a hell of a 44 days in rock history, right? 44 great days in rock and roll. Here on 95.7 New Orleans only. 
Classic Rock Station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Good morning, J.O. here with you. And they're going to they're going to change the name of a type of fish. The type is is called Asian carp, and they're going to rebrand that name because it is offensive, they're saying. The Asian carp is getting from wildlife agencies who think that the title is offensive. The United States Fish and Wildlife Service rebranded the freshwater fish wreaking havoc currently in the Midwest as invasive carp in April. Quote, we wanted to move away from any terms that cast Asian culture and people in a negative light. According to Charlie Woolley, He's the director of the Great Lakes Regional Office for the service. Um, the state of Minnesota, about seven years ago, dropped the Asian carp label. And and by the way, that 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 term, that label refers to four different species and a group called the Asian Carp Regional coordinating committee plans to do the same beginning in a couple of weeks. Um, I, I guess right now in, in the United States post coronavirus, there, there has been some issues with um, Asian hate going on in the United States. This, so, is, this is painfully dumb for me to hear. Uh, all right. The reason it's called Asian carp is because the carp comes from Asia. Comes from China. Yeah, and China is in Asia. See, Asia is a continent where the carp comes from. That's why they call it Asian carp. But the reason they're changing it to invasive is because it's wreaking havoc. So I guess since the fish are doing a bad thing, and people don't want to say, oh, the Asian carps are doing something bad. They're becoming invasive and causing all this havoc. Well, I guess that's the reason why they want to change the name, because the, the carp is behaving badly in their opinion. But it makes me wonder if the carp was doing good stuff, would they want to rename it? It's just that since it's doing bad stuff, they want to rename it? Yeah, because it's wreaking havoc, Coleman. So if it wasn't wreaking havoc, they wouldn't have a problem with the name being Asian carp. They, 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 this fish was brought here from over there, and they, they put them in ponds, and uh, I guess to get ponds going, and then, and then they ended up, they, they ended up in, in rivers, and, and now they're, now they're wreaking havoc. This type of fish is basically used for bait, and it's used for pet food, for dog food and cat food. And, and right now it's, uh, they, they, they don't. They don't want to cast Asian culture and Asian people in a negative light. How is it that if you see Asian carp running havoc, 
you automatically assume that reflects negatively on Asian people because we're not talking about the people. We're talking about the fish. So how does I don't get how that correlates. I'm confused here. Well, I, I guess this just follows up what's been going on since the since the the coronavirus pandemic and 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 um they're saying they they, they don't want negative negative words around Asian people because because they 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 feel that there's been enough negativity around Asian people in America since the since the coronavirus um that they're they're just they're adding this to what they're doing to to try to halt the negativity towards so after the Spanish flu, did we change the name of the Spanish fly to something else because Spanish fly was used for bad stuff? Or do they still call it Spanish fly after the Spanish flu? Well, it's a different time now, Coleman, that, that, that we're living in. What, what's interesting is I said the state of Minnesota changed the name seven years ago, back in 20, 2014, there was a um, there was a congressman who said he got a lot of hate mail after he did that. He he said um, actually Minnesota had its own backlash when it changed the name uh, state senator. Fong Hodge said, he said that he had more hate mail than you could shake a stick at. He had decided the last straw before changing the name was when a group of visitors from Asia came to Minneapolis, Minnesota, the airport there, and they were greeted by a public service announcement sign that read, Kill Asian Carp. And he said that's why, that's why they, they did it up in Minnesota. And, and now here, seven years later, I guess federally, uh, it, it will no longer be called Asian carp. Okay. <laughs> Whatever makes them feel better. Well, I, I just, I thought, it, like I said, this fish is used for, for bait and it's used for, for pet food. Dog food and, and, and cat food. So they're going to, they're going to rebrand that. That coming up in the, uh, soon. All right, coming up next on the show, we are going to tell you about the uh, the parade in second line that was thrown uh, for the 14-year-old girl from Gretna who won the National Spelling Bee, and she's already in the Guinness Book of World Records for dribbling basketballs. It's this morning's Big O segment. It's a happy one. Uh, coming up next. Here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Good morning, John Osterland here with you. And since it's a little bit after 7, it's time for our... This morning's version, the Big O. Oh. Big O, I see that that makes me feel something. And this morning, it makes me feel good. Yesterday, in Harvey, on the West Bank, there was a parade and a second line for the 14-year-old girl who won the Scripps National Spelling Bee. And we we brought her up on the show after she did that. Zelia Avant-Garde is her name. And not only did she win the, the, the Scripps National Spelling Bee over a week ago, she's also in the Guinness Book of World Records for dribbling basketballs. She dribbled three basketballs, four basketballs. She's 14 years old. And look what she's already accomplished in her life. You you would think being in the Guinness Book of World Records for something would 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 be enough for a 14-year-old. But then she she went out and she she won the scripts National Spelling Bee. All from a 14-year-old girl from Harvey, from the West Bank. And, you know, Coleman, you live over there on the West Bank, not far from Harvey. I thought I'd get a phone call from you at some point this weekend saying, uh, hey, you want to you wanna go over to the, they're, they're, they're having a parade in the second line for Zelia Avant-Garde. We've talked about her on the show. Do you, do you want to go over and be a part of that? But I, I, I never heard from you. Finally, you say that. Uh, actually, before the this parade even happened or was thought of, I was talking to a friend of mine maybe uh, two weeks ago, and we were talking about uh, Avant-Garde. And my friend said, they should have a parade in her honor. And my, I was like, no, nah, she's only 14. She probably doesn't want on that, fan, that fanfare. She just wants to focus on what she has going on right now. You know, she's getting office from colleges. Maybe she wants to focus on that. I don't think she would really enjoy all the fanfare and spotlight that she's getting now because she won the spelling bee. Oh, boy, was I wrong. Since then, she's been on ESPN. Well, she's I was going <laughs> to say late last week they had the ESPYs. Yeah. And and 
that was up in New York City, and she was there. Yeah, she and was they, there at the SPs, and they just gave a parade. She seemed like she was enjoying herself at the parade. And I was thinking about myself when I was 14. I wouldn't know how I would handle the pressure of being an overnight celebrity, meaning like literally at, at 11.59 p.m., no one knows your name, but at 12 a.m., everyone knows who you are, and they want to throw pageantries and give you gifts and offer you scholarships. I wouldn't know if I would be able to handle the pressure at that age, but she seems to be handling it. Pretty well. That means I'm, I'm guessing she has good parents and guardians in her life. You know? She wasn't the only local person at the ESPYs. The host of the ESPYs was Anthony Mackey. Right. From New Orleans. Captain America. Yeah. He's, uh, he's, he's been in, been in uh, a couple of Marvel movies. And he, he's been in uh, a bunch of stuff. So uh, that, that that was cool seeing that representation uh, of our city uh, at, at, at the ESPYs. That's, yeah, a, that's uh, a big deal every year. Anthony Mackie said Drew Brees is no longer the face of New Orleans. Avant-garde is. But then that's when all the West Bankers are like, hold up. Hold on, Anthony Mackie. <laughs> no, that, that can't be a hero. She's a Harvey girl. She's not a New Orleans girl. Yeah, I, I mentioned that when we, when we talked about her on the show uh, a little over a week ago. How somebody uh, said, not only Anthony Mackie, but someone from the West Bank posted something. One of my Facebook friends from the West Bank posted something saying, hey, New Orleans, you can't take credit for her. Uh, she's one of us. She's from the West Bank. And, and you know what's interesting about that is, you know, if someone from the West Bank is on vacation, if, if if they're if they're anywhere on vacation, let's say they're in they're in California or they're in Florida or they're in Europe, and if any stranger asks them where they're from, where do you think they're going to say that they're from? Of course, we're going to say New Orleans because it's just easier to map out that way. It's easier to, to to quantify. We're not that far removed from New Orleans. You know, Canada, Metairie, West Bank. Harvey, Marrero, we're not that far from New Orleans to the point where we can't claim it out of town. But locally. But locally, yeah, it makes a locally, big difference. Locally, there's a big difference. Oh, yeah, locally, people from Canada don't want to, don't even want to be associated with people from Metairie. Like, that's how, locally, that's how <laughs> deep it is. You know, I live right there in Marrero. I hate West Wego. But basically, if you, if you uh, live in New Orleans, I'll just say I'm on the West Bank. Yeah, I thought, I thought you were going to, uh, I thought I was going to get a phone call from you this weekend saying, hey, you know, we talked about this girl. On the show, look look at everything that she's accomplished in her in her fourteen short years of life, and uh, and she deserves it all. I just hope it doesn't take away her focus, you know, because she was doing so good. Now everybody's like they want to talk to her, they want her on a show, they want her on TV, they want parades for. Her. I just hope all of that fanfare doesn't take away from her, you know, continuing to be a a, a prodigy, a child prodigy. Yeah, and um. Like you mentioned, two colleges already, LSU and uh, Southern University in Baton Rouge, they, they both offered her a scholarship. Her mother, Alma Heard, said that uh, I watched her work for this. I watched her do the 13,000 words a day 
listened to her music in her own world, and when it came through, she worked for this. That's exactly what I mean. She sounds like she's very introverted. She stayed in her own little world. She focused on her craft. Now she's she's been forced, not forced, but she's been uh, perpetuated into this now extroverted world where she has to be around a lot of people and see a lot of people. Then that, that's what I was thinking about when when I was talking to my friend. Like I don't think she wants all of this attention, but she's smiling and waving. So you know, I guess this is a good thing. Yeah, and and Zelia Avant Garde said, "I really hope." Because uh, she was asked, "Hey, you're you're a 14 year old girl from the West Bank of New Orleans, from Harvey. Do, do you think that this you'll be an inspiration for others? I mean, I mean, you're from here. Look at look at all you've accomplished." She said, "I really hope that they are inspired to do things themselves." Um. Uh, teach their daughters to do stuff. Don't let anybody stop you. Don't let anybody say you can't. Just go for it. That's what that's what she said. I'm inspired. And I'm what, twice her age? <laughs> yeah. A little bit more than twice her age. Yeah, and, and I I think we all should be inspired by what she's accomplished. And I and, and as I said, when we when we talked about her on the show after she won the Spelling Bee, and then we found out about her, how she's in the Guinness Book of World Records as well. But those are two different things, dribbling basketballs and spelling words. Yeah, the Spelling Bee was a side hobby. That was a side hustle. That wasn't even her main focus. Imagine being so good at something you consider a hobby that you dominate that as well. You know, that's just something you do on the side for fun, and you dominate it. I mean, yeah, two different things where you, where you literally – are the best in the world and she and she's 14 years old and, and and I'll say it again I'll say what we said when we when we talked about her the last time on the show remember that name Azalea avant-garde Zalia avant-garde is her name um she's going to accomplish great things and it makes me wonder what can I honestly do now that would be in the Guinness Book of World Records. What am I so good at that I know nobody on planet Earth can do better than I can? And, and, and I went into deep thought, and so far I can't think of anything. Well, when we, when we talked about it the last time on the show, Coleman, mm -hmm. you said that the, the guy who's in the Guinness Book of World Records for stacking M&Ms yeah. on top of each other. Yeah. He, he, he only did five. He, he did five M&Ms. So if I could do six M&Ms, I would make the Guinness Book of World Records. Should uh, you should you should work on that? You should practice. It'll, it'll, it'll take a little time, but that's a way. Stacking six M and M's on top of each other would would break the world record of five. I'm buying a pack of plain M and M's tonight on the way home, and I'm I'm going to break this record. Six M and M's stacked on top of each other. Well, yesterday there that there was a boy a parade, and a second line in Harvey, for the pride of Harvey. 14-year-old Zalia Avant-Garde. She's, she's got a name you'll never forget, too. All right, uh, coming up on the show. And if you went to that yesterday, text us if you were over there. And that's pretty cool that they, that they had a parade in the second line for a 14-year-old because she's already accomplished two massive things in her life, and she's just getting going. You were over there. Text us two six zero ninety five ninety five. I know it was hot. 
but uh, I think everybody who was, who was out there had a good time. All right, coming up on the show, the state of Louisiana just doled out their first two prizes for people who have gotten vaccinated. The, 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 the first $100,000 cash prize and the first $100,000 college scholarship for a local youngster, a local teenager. Uh, we'll, we'll tell you about that. We've got a lot of stuff we still got to do on the show this morning. Hang out with us. Here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Just read at Disney World in Orlando, Florida, the Rock and Roll, Rock and Roller Roller Coaster starring Aerosmith stalled and it stranded passengers for about a half an hour. Nobody got hurt, which is good. But since its unveiling in 1999, that ride has seen its share of ups and downs. <laughs> Here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Good morning, John Osterland here with you. Tom Petty there. Before that, Stone Temple Pilots. And... When I was on the radio in Boston, I was on a station, uh, WAAF, a, a rock station up there for a bunch of years. Stone Temple Pilots came through Boston, and their singer and guitar player, Scott Weiland and Dean DeLeo, came onto my radio show, and they played a set, like a 25-minute set of, of, of music, and they... They sounded fantastic. And recently, somebody somebody showed me that video's on YouTube. And so I uh, I, I, I just put it on our, our website at Bayou957.com. They, they sounded incredible. And what I remember about that is Scott Weiland, the singer, just got out of jail. And, and he was only out of jail a, a couple of days. And, and they came and they, they played on my show. And, and I remember the record company guy from their record label said, hey, do me a favor. Don't, don't ask him about, about jail. And as soon as they sat down, the first question I asked him, I said, you just got out of jail, didn't you? I said, how, how, how was it? I mean, I know... I, he said, "Well, I'm doing all right," and you know, he had a, he had a drug problem, and, and that that ended up killing him, Coleman. A, a few years later, that this was this was from the year 2000. That that video uh, that I just put on our our, our, our website Bayou957.com, that's from the year 2000. So I have to ask: When they told you not to ask about jail, and that was the first question you asked, is it because you didn't hear it or you forgot that they told you that? Or you did it on purpose, like, no, I'm going to ask him about Jeff. What was your thought process when it came to the opening question after they told you not to do the opening question? It, it was in the news. It was a pretty big deal at the time that this guy just got out of just got out of jail. And, and, and here he is a couple of days later sitting in front of me. A very talented singer. And Stone Temple Pilots, you know... 
they were when they hit it big, they, they took a lot of heat because people said that they, they ripped off other bands. They sound like this band. They sound like that band. But you know what? Stone Temple Pilots put out a few good albums back to back to back. And they were they were really good albums. And I think history now is better to them than, than the press while they were around, while, while they were a band, while they were making music. And um, I, just th- I, I just thought it was, it, when, when that video was brought to my attention, I said, yeah, I remember that. And um, it, it's just the, the interview isn't, isn't a part of the video. The only thing that, that the video shows is the, I think, four songs that, that they do. And they're really good. If, if you like Stone Temple Pilots, uh, check that out when you, when you get a minute. That, that video is on our website, 957.com. Um, th- those were the days, Coleman. Back, back, because we were, we were, that station was breaking so many of the bands that you hear today on, on our radio station and on classic rock stations all over the country. So wait, but what did they tell you after you asked the question after the interview was over? What did the dude that told you not to ask that question tell you after you asked the question? He had to be upset, right? I think he might have been a little bit upset, but I was I was also the station's music director, so I was friends with a lot of the record company guys that would bring the the the, the new music to the station that that would bring the bands to the station. So um, yeah, you're not gonna fire yourself, right? <laughs> Oh, and, and 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 look, I mean, they they sat down and and I knew they were going to do four or five songs, and and I had a I had to say hi and I had to get it started by saying something. And he was just in the news for being released from jail. It was a big deal, and I felt I I I I, I would have been wrong if I didn't ask him about that. What 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 else am I going to say to to start the interview? You you know what I mean? And and because he had a drug problem, and and I said, you know, if you're in jail for a while, that that can help. That that's one of the things that helps drug addicts get off drugs because they 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 don't have access to any drugs. Yeah, this is this is how we we started it. So back in the nineties, if you had a chance to interview Mike Tyson, they told you not to ask him about that situation. You think you would have asked Mike Tyson in studio about the situation after they told you not to? I don't know about Tyson. <laughs> That's all right. C- C- so there's C- a double standard there. <laughs> well, I don't know. I'd probably be worried from a, from a right hook or, 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 or an uppercut or just a shot to the jaw, a jab from Mike Tyson. I, I might not have done it in, in that situation, but I'll... I'll <laughs> I'll, I'll never forget that, um, and and I and I when we just played them now, I I'm, I'm thinking, you know, let me put that video on on our website because it, it's very good. the The four songs they do are are incredible. His voice, I mean, that was like around eleven o'clock in the morning, ten o'clock in the morning. His voice for that hour sounded unbelievable. So yeah, when you when you when you get a chance, uh, ch- check that out. Uh, it, it's on our website at Bayou Nine Five Seven 
Com. All right, coming up on the show, the state of Louisiana their first two prizes for people who have been vaccinated. At the end of last week, they gave out the first $100,000 check to somebody, and they gave out the first $100,000 college scholarship to, uh, to a, a teenager. Stay tuned for that. we got a lot more we've got to get to on the show this morning. Hang out with us here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Good morning, J.O. here with you. Hope you had a good weekend. And if you're just joining us, I, I told a story uh, a little while ago about... Uh, something that happened when I was on the radio in Boston. Uh, it was the year 2000. And Stone Temple Pilots, they, they were still a band. They were still together. They were all still alive. They, they came through Boston, and their singer, Scott Wayland, and their, their guitar player, Dean DeLeo, came into my radio show. And they played an acoustic set. And it was really good. Four or five songs. And I just put the video up on our website at Bayou957.com. In, in the story, I, I mentioned how um, they, they, they come in and the record company guy says to me, look, look don't ask them about, about being in jail. Because Scott Wayland had just been released from jail. He had drug issues, and, and, and the drug issues ended up killing him later. But, but I'm thinking to myself, that, that made big news. And, and, and so we sit down, and the, and the first thing I said, I said, are you all right? I mean, I mean, you, you just got out of jail. Is, is, is everything all right? And, and he, he was really cool, Scott Whalen. He was like, yeah, yeah you know, I'm, I'm doing all right. And... and, and I mentioned to Coleman when I when I just told that story that um, jail is a way that drug addicts, some drug addicts, are able to to kick drugs when they when they're in jail because they, they they can't get any drugs in jail, and, and that's why that's why I brought that up. And then and then Coleman asked me, was the record company guy pissed? And I, I look, I, I I mean I was friendly with a lot of the record guys. Up there because I was also the station's music director and so um I, I don't remember him being being that pissed off I mean Scott Whalen answered the question and then then went on and did a did a great set and and we have those songs for you on, on our website and it was really really good but it got me thinking if there were any other times like that and I do remember the band a perfect circle was in Boston. They 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 had a record out. We were playing a, a, a couple of songs. They had some really good songs. And and the singer from A Perfect Circle is the singer from the band Tool. Maynard James Keenan. And so their record company called us up and they said, Hey, can can Billy, the guitar player, who's the leader of the band, Billy Howardell, 
could could he come by your radio station because the band's playing a show in in Boston? I said, yeah, but you got to bring Maynard with him. And he said, well, wait, oh, Maynard, the band Tool, they don't they don't really do interviews. They they don't they Tool exploded right out of the box. And, and they they did not go into radio stations and do interviews. And I said, but you've got his other band, A Perfect Circle. We're playing a couple of their songs. They're doing well. If, if, if you want Billy to come in, the leader of the band, you, Maynard's got to come in. He's He's got to come in. He said, well, I'll call you back. I, I don't think so, but I'll call you back. And sure enough, sure enough, he called me back and he said, all right, Maynard will come in with him. He said, but here's a list. I've got a list of things that, for instance, there, there can't be anybody in the hallway. There, there can't. He just has to walk from the elevator directly to the studio. Nobody, nobody's gonna meet him or say hi or anything like that. And and when you when you do interview. You, you, you have to focus on Billy. This is Billy's band. Maynard will be sitting there with him, but you just have to focus on 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 Billy. And and I, I and there was a list of like eight other things too. So sure enough, they they show up as they're walking to the studio. One of our sales guys at the radio station. I'll never forget it. His name was Paul. He walks right next to Maynard, and he said, dude, remember me? We used to work together in that paint store in, in Los Angeles. Maynard stops, looks at him, and says, holy cow, Paul, what are you doing here? He goes, oh, I sell for this radio station now. I sell advertising time. Wow, great to see you. How you been? And totally loosened him up, but it was already against one of the rules. So then they, they they came in, and uh, and and I and I said, here's 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 Billy and Maynard from A Perfect Circle. We're playing a couple of their songs now. It's a really good album, and the songs are really good. So I start I, I start talking to Billy, and and then uh, uh you know he answers a question or two, and then all of a sudden I, I look over at Maynard, and Maynard is just staring at me. Coleman, that was the most nervous I've ever been in my life doing my job. I, I because I don't know what I I don't know if even I'm allowed to speak to him, but he's got these big bulging eyes, and he's just staring at me. And I guess Tool just not a big fan of radio people, I guess, and, and so that's why they never did anything. But the way I started the interview with Billy, the guitar player, he answered a couple of questions. And then all of a sudden Maynard jumped in. And I guess I made him I, I made him feel decent enough where I wasn't some, you know, honk honk radio guy. And 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 then Maynard joined the conversation and, and the thing went it went really, really good. And and, and that was a good interview, but but you know, I really wasn't allowed to to talk about tool. And and the record guy said, you know, because we're here focusing on a perfect circle. This is his other band. This is his side project. And I got all of that. And I didn't ask him anything about Tool. 
I might have asked him one thing. <laughs> yeah, I'll wait for you. Yeah. I, I might have, because it was one of those, I think it was during one of those five or six year spans in between albums. And, and I was like, anything, and anything coming soon from, 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 oh, we're working on it, you know, no rush. And, but that, that, so telling that, telling that Stone Temple Pilot story reminded me of that story with the band A Perfect Circle. Well, was that typical for bands? Did they did they usually come with a list of demands, things you could and couldn't do, things you the, couldn't do? The, the, the bigger the band was, the more... Now, who needed the Jack Daniels? That was Slash. That was Slash who needed the Jack Daniels? Slash was in town, and he was with his band Slash's Snake Pit. And they had a show in Boston, and he, and he came in, and he literally was shaking. Now, Slash... He's been sober for a long time, but it's because he was so out of control with alcohol. Um, we 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 had to we had to find him, Jack Daniels. How was the interview after that? It went well. All right, it went well. I I've met Slash a couple of times. I got a picture hanging up in my in my in my apartment of of me and Slash. One of the times he was in Boston, but. Uh, that was that time, but it was usually the, the the bigger the band was, the more rules there there were. Most bands, especially bands on their first album, they were banging down our doors. They were kicking. We said no to 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 a lot of the bands. Would you ever reconsider for any for any reason to do David Lee Roth again? You know, you brought that up a couple of times. I'm just trying to see what would it take for you to try that one more time. I think maybe the second time around it would be a lot better. He called in to this radio show here in New Orleans a couple of years ago, and he was so just goofy, and he was just so in his own world, he wasn't really answering the questions that I asked him. We never played it on, on the show. We put that interview on the, on the website by U957.com, it was a couple of years ago, we, we, but but I I I said when, when that interview was over, I said that was awful. <laughs> All right, I just wanted to bring this up real quick as as well. Um, the state of Louisiana has given out its first two one hundred thousand dollar prizes. It gave out one hundred thousand dollars in cash to a guy that lives in New Orleans, an eighty year old guy who was a 30-year veteran of the New Orleans Police Department. He won the first $100,000 cash prize. His name is Clement DeSalga. And, and he thought when he got the call last week, he thought it was a, a phone scam. He thought it was somebody playing a joke on him. Because, you know, there's been a lot of phone scams, especially with older people. But they, they had to say, no, this isn't a scam. You were You were the first person to win the $100,000 prize. They're, yeah, they're giving out they're giving out a few $100,000 prizes, a few $100,000 scholarships, and then in August next month they're giving out a $1 million prize. And and $1 million. And you have to be vaccinated to to have a chance at winning those prizes and and that was the first one last week and so uh he, he had said that 
he said that he uh, he won one one other thing before in his life, but it wasn't a, a, a big deal when it came to a, a like a lottery type prize. And then the first person to win the one hundred thousand dollar college scholarship was a girl from Hammond, from Hammond High School, a senior at Hammond High School. Her name is Skyla DeGrassi. And, and, and she just won the first $100,000 scholarship. So they're going to be doing that another three times each with the, with the $100,000 cash and $100,000 college scholarship for a teenager. And then, like I said, uh, in, in, in August next month, they're going to draw the, the, the grand prize, the $1 million cash prize. And that's, they're, they're, they're doing what they can to get as many people vaccinated as possible. And, and maybe, maybe that'll help you if you haven't gotten, or maybe if you don't want to get vaccinated, that's, that's your, 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 your decision. You mean the juvenile video wasn't motivation enough? Yeah, the New Orleans uh, rapper Juvenile, he, he redid one of his early hits. And, and that, that angered some people. What was what was that? The the he he did vax that thing up. Vax that thing up, and and it was the original song was back, back that ass up. Back that ass up. Back yeah. that ass up. Yeah, and I guess uh, I guess there there were some some of his fans that weren't happy with that, but they're trying to get as many people vaccinated as possible. They're they're they're, they're saying now this uh, second wave, this Delta variant, it it. it it's only it's only hitting well, at least sending the hospitals unvaccinated people. That's what that, that's what they're saying. Um, but but anyways, so the state of Louisiana and you you could still get involved in this. It's 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 shotatamillion.com. That that's where you go and you can put your name in. But you have to be vaccinated, and they 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 check and make sure, and, and they they're. There's more money they're giving away this summer. I thought it was cool that a 30-year veteran of the New Orleans Police Department was the first guy to win, and and a a senior from Hammond High School was the first uh, student to win the the, the scholarship money. Coming up, still got the dumbest thing I I read all morning. Hang out with us. I still got other things to get to. We're running out of show here. Hang out with us. Here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. When the Olympics start soon, they're not, it doesn't look like they're going to have fans in the stands in Tokyo. Um, they, they may have robots in the, in, in the stands. There may be some cardboard cutouts, and, and there, there, there may be some robots in the stands. That, that would be wild. I it mean, would, uh, <clears throat> Olympics, Coleman, the, the crowd is very important. And if, if they don't have fans in the stands, I mean, when these guys are you're about to watch the fastest guys in the world run the 100 meters, you know, you're, you're, all of the Olympic events in the stadium, I, I can't imagine the 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 letdown the, the the fans and the people cheering that uh i mean the nfl had to do that for an entire season almost 
you know, the NBA played in the bubble. I think they'd adjust. I would be more impressed if the robots got to compete in the Olympics instead of sitting in the stands. Maybe we should do like a, a robot versus human Olympics and see who's really the superior. It's a good point. Um, and now the uh, they're 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 telling all the athletes that uh, they want them to sleep on anti-sex cardboard beds in the Olympic Village. I evidently every time the Olympics happens, there's a lot of sex because you know the, these people they're they're the greatest athletes in the world. You know that they're in they're in great physical shape, so they'd be attracted to each other, and and they're they're trying to they're trying to curb. They're trying to curb the, uh, the the sex because of the, the coronavirus. Sounds like player hating to me. Mm. Anyway, that's, that's going to start soon. Coming up next, it's the dumbest thing I read all morning. I've got it narrowed down to two, two, two things. Both of these people did something incredibly stupid. I'm just trying to figure out which one is dumber. They're, they're both dumb, incredibly dumb. Well, it's next. Here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only, Classic Rock Station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only, Classic Rock Station. Good morning, John Osterlin here. We just posted a, a picture that Kate Beckinsale, the actress, posted of herself. She's 47 years old. My God, she doesn't look it. It's She's on, bad. It's on our website. She's gorgeous. I've always thought she was one of the prettiest women ever. Um... It's on our website now at Bayou957.com. Uh, the picture that she just posted of her with, with a couple of, of dogs, and, and she's in a bikini. Looks incredible. Hey, it's time for us to do the dumbest thing I read all morning. And for the second time in the history of this show, the dumbest thing I read all morning is something that we talked about earlier in the show. It, it was the, the first break we did at 5.33 this morning. Oklahoma woman arrested after commenting on police's most wanted Facebook post about her. You idiot! In Tulsa, Oklahoma, every month they put out the most wanted people, they put out their list of the most wanted people in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And in their latest post, on the thread underneath that post, and, and, and they said who they were looking for, uh, they said they were looking for Lorraine Graves. And wouldn't you know, on the thread underneath that post, Lorraine Graves commented. She, she wrote, What's, where's the reward money? That was that was her comment underneath the, the most wanted post about her. So I was she's the most wanted person right now in Tulsa, Oklahoma. It wasn't to confess her innocence. It was to try to figure out how much she was worth of reward money, huh? Yeah, and then somebody right underneath that post wrote, Girl... You better stay off of social media. They can tr they can track you. And and sure enough, they tracked her. <laughs> they 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 found her not long after she made that post in North Tulsa, Oklahoma. If she was dumb enough to leave a comment on her own wanted post, it makes me think she probably thought if she turned herself in, 
she was going to get her own reward money. That's probably why she was asking, what's up with the reward money? I, I can't believe how dumb she is. Again, it's it's the, it's the Tulsa, Oklahoma. They do it. The most wanted people in Tulsa, and they had her name, Lorraine Graves. And then one of the comments underneath it is from Lorraine Graves. That's what it says. And they went and they found her. And now she's uh, she's being held on, on half a million dollars bail. Um, she was wanted for, for a, a murder recently. And, um, and now they got her, and she was charged with accessory to murder. And she's sitting in jail on a $500,000 bail. There, there's a reward. So Lorraine Graves, the Oklahoma woman, got arrested after commenting on the police's most wanted Facebook post about her. Dumbest thing I read all morning. Here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.